0: Welcome to the Make Moves Podcast. I'm your host, Jess. Conversations with entrepreneurs, health and fitness experts, beauty and wellness gurus. We're talking about all the things that make us human. Let's get right into it. Hello, guys. Welcome to the show. Today, I have a little solo episode for you as we kick off the Make Moves podcast. I am so excited to start this new venture and to share so much more with you guys about my life and about the incredible people that I have been meeting and have met. Most of this podcast is going to be interview style with guests that I am so excited about. I have already interviewed a few incredible founders. It won't just be founders. It'll be experts, creators, people who know their shit (laughs) and the shit that I'm interested in. I am still figuring this all out. I have no idea what I'm doing, but in the spirit of what we're going to talk about today, I had to just start And so what I wanted to kick off this podcast with was my top five rules when it comes to starting pretty much anything. Now, this is going to be geared a little bit more towards starting a business Starting a new creative venture, maybe moving to a new place. The larger changes, the more impactful changes. But I do think that all of the things that we'll talk about in this episode are applicable to even the smaller things, starting, you know, getting involved in a hobby and starting an Etsy shop to starting a newsletter, to getting a pet, I don't know. (laughs) Hopefully, whatever it is that is nagging at you or that you maybe want to try or you're interested in, hopefully that whether it's big or small, there are nuggets from this that apply. But again, just to Just to iterate one more time, it is a little bit more geared towards starting a business, starting a podcast, a new venture opportunity, a new job opportunity. Or like I said, um, moving to a new place. One more little caveat before we start. Am I the most qualified person to do this? Maybe, maybe not. I've started a lot of things in my life and I've made a lot of big changes. I am a pretty impulsive person when I have an idea, when an opportunity comes my way and I feel good about it, I usually jump right in. On the flip side, I... I'm not the best at carrying through, following through, diving super, super deep, etc. So I'm on that end of the spectrum when it comes to making a big decision. My partner, my husband on the other hand, is the exact opposite. He will spend hours, days, weeks, considering all of the scenarios he will do tons and tons of research he'll you know ask all of the people that he trusts in his life and there are there are so many things about that that i actually really admire he is so good at following through and seeing a project to completion so i feel like i also really understand that end of the spectrum so if you feel like you're either more like me or more like him or even somewhere in the middle i do feel that i get it and i think that the tips that I have, the the sort of rules that I'm going to lay out today follow sort of that middle ground. Because I don't think it's necessarily the best to be like me or to be on the other end of the spectrum where you just overthink it and never actually start. All right, I think we should just, just get right into it. Let's dive right in. These are my five rules and more or less, tips on how to start pretty much anything. Some of you are going to balk at this. Some of you are not going to like this first one. But I think it's very important. So rule number one, do not go directly to your friends or family or even the people that you really trust with your new idea or with a new opportunity that's presented to you. You're probably thinking, "What? <laughs> I always do that." There is merit to getting feedback. Absolutely. And we'll get to the right time to do that. But when you're first when you first have that idea that pops into your head, when you get an email or a call from a friend, hey, we should do this, or you should be involved in this. Running to a friend, family member is not the right move right away. And here's why there is a big difference between going to someone for approval. And validation than going to someone for feedback and advice. The person who takes their idea, takes their, their opportunity to friends and pulls them right out of the gates, seeking approval, seeking validation will not end up making that decision in their own best interest most of the time. The person that feels confident in their decision and then goes to people they trust for feedback and advice makes decisions for themselves. So there's a difference there and we really want to make sure that we get into this habit there's a a big point in my life where i didn't do this and i had to kind of learn this the hard way where i was about to graduate college i had an offer a job offer for a big four accounting firm salary was high for, you know starting out and it was in New York City so of course as a as a 20 year old you know as soon as I get this offer I'm sharing it with friends and family talking about it all the time and and people are excited for me and they they want me to pursue this who who wouldn't want their, their senior in college daughter to graduate and have such an incredible opportunity or friend? I never took the time to really think about if it was what I wanted, and it definitely wasn't. The only thing that I was excited about, not the money not the job title, not the, the the job the company name. I was just excited about getting to move to New York City. And what looking back I wish I would have done was really considered what this this step, what this this opportunity, this job, career would do for me. Would I enjoy this? Would all that, all the things. And I didn't do that. I was, I was a busy senior just trying to make it through finals and had to kind of lock this in. And so I just just decided, yes, I'm gonna take the offer. And I knew in my heart, in my soul, in my gut that I did not like this job. I had interned at the same company the summer before. I did not like it. I was bored. It was it didn't do anything for me. And within 9 months of taking this job, I had quit. <laughs> so, all that to say, rule number 1, don't go directly to friends and family with your idea or with your opportunity. We'll talk more about the right time to do this in a little bit. But it's very, very important to understand that difference between seeking validation and approval, and just seeking advice and feedback. So that's rule number one. For the next couple, these are kind of more like mental exercises. You can definitely like grab some paper to do this or do it in an Excel sheet. But the next few is what you're going to do instead of running to pull your friends and your family. It's super important to do deep work to start to learn how to kind of Listen to your own intuition. And so when we do this deep work, I really like to go for really long walks, like four or five miles, and just not listen to anything. Let my brain sort of think through the opportunity, think through the decision, and use what we're going to talk about next, these kind of mental exercises to come to whether or not I'm going to make this decision. So the first one and the second rule, think about a time, think about a decision you made, an opportunity you took in your life that has made you the most proud. It could be anything from joining the sports team to what college you decided to go to, a business venture best decision you've made that you're most proud of and then take this new idea that you have and compare the two would you be more the same or less proud of this decision as one that you've made that you've been really proud of this might sound like a very simple one but i think it's important because In our current day and age, there's so much opportunity. There are so many things we can get involved with, so many ventures to go after. And if we're in a place in our life where we're feeling, I don't want to say desperate, but kind of want to say desperate for a change or knowing that we aren't happy where we are and we want to get to a better place, it can be easy to grasp on to the first thing that comes up. And so if this idea or opportunity is not going to make you as proud as other decisions you've made in the past that you have been really proud of, it might not be the right fit. And you don't have to answer this question right away. Definitely just let it kind of seep and bake. (laughs) And when you feel like, you know what, yes, I'm at least going to be as proud as joining that team. Or proposing to that, to my partner, whatever it might be, then you might be on the right track. This next one, you're probably gonna be like, yeah, I saw that coming. (laughs) We're going to make a pros and cons list. So number three, we're going to make a pros and cons list, but this is not your normal pros and cons list. Imagine you've got a column for pros, a column for cons. But with this list, i are going to make it a little spicier. On the left-hand side, you also have rows. And each row is going to be one of your top values or priorities. You can think of like four or five. For me, they would be Friends and family, finance, finances, money, my own health and wellness, and my time. So what this allows you to do, I think the reason why people say, Oh, pros and cons list, that doesn't work for me, is you can get you can go all over the place with them, right? And you can also leave things out very easily. But when you categorize each one in terms of how it aligns with your priorities and values, you can kind of start to pare down the list to what really matters. This exercise is so, so, so helpful because again, you're thinking through not only like, oh, there's a there's an investment I could make that will make me a lot of money, but you're thinking through how will that affect my day-to-day? How will that affect my community, my health, my time? You're thinking through in this decision the main pillars of your life and how it will affect each of those, which is extremely important the part two to this is looking at that cons list and you can even like copy all of the cons onto another piece of paper if you want to do this in an excel spreadsheet you can i love excel spreadsheets and with each con what you're going to do is ask yourself can i learn something from this can i grow from this And if you have, if you're able to come up with answers to those questions, you can cross it off. So for example, starting this podcast, one of my cons was my time. This is going to take time. And I have a lot going on. I don't have a ton of time available to me. But when I really thought about it and asked myself those questions, worst case, the podcast fails. It doesn't do great. I stop doing it, whatever. I learned from that time spent maybe some better time management skills. Maybe the ins and outs of how to record a podcast, how to ask people questions, how to be a better speaker and listener, honestly, the list of things I would have learned or how I would have grown was pretty long. So yes, it's something to be mindful of as I started to pursue this, but I don't necessarily need it to stop me. So, the reason to go through this exercise is not to ignore the potential downsides of your idea of your decision. It is to think through how failure with this might actually turn into a lesson learned. a growing moment all right number four (laughs) so now kind of tying this together we talked about two sort of exercises you can do within your deep work and you're going to want to do that deep work for around a month that doesn't mean that every day you're sitting down writing your pros and cons it means that you maybe sit down and do those exercises and then you let yourself have more time throughout that month to think about it, to consider it, to research, to do due diligence. Set a reminder in your calendar for a month from when you first had the idea or when you first were introduced to the opportunity. And on that day, this is really important, a month from that first moment you're going to you're going to check in and if you are even more excited or at least as much excited as when you first thought of this thing or had the idea or were presented with the opportunity it's pretty much a 100% yes that you should go through with this I think a month is a great period of time. Again, as long as you're giving yourself, you know, you can't just wait a month without looking into it or, or again, doing that deep work, going for walks or maybe going to a quiet place where you feel safe and comfortable to do these exercises or journal about it. If you're not doing any of that, the period of time doesn't really matter. But if you are and you've given it that month, I think that means that you're ready. And it, going back, so the reason for the month is we're all busy. You probably have a lot of other things going on. Just giving yourself one week, you may not actually have enough time, again, to really sit and and be with this idea. I think any longer than a month is just a little bit too much. So my rule is a month. Take it or leave it. (laughs) This is then the time when you start to take this to people in your life that you trust. And be very mindful about how you present this to friends, family, mentors, the language should not be, I'm thinking about, I might. The language should be, I am pursuing X, I am launching Y, I am moving to XYZ city, and being confident, because when you lead with that confidence, you're again, just reinforcing with yourself that this is your decision. If the the mentor, the family member, the friend has feedback for you, has concerns, has praise, you take that in. That's valuable information. And you can iterate on your idea based on that but you want to be firm in how you feel about it before you go and pull others. I think that this is so important in building that muscle within you. All right, so that was number four. Give it a month. The last one. So after we've done the deep work, we've given it a month and then maybe we've gotten some feedback and advice from people that we trust you have to just do it you have to start i think this is the hardest part for people to really get there's no excuses now you've done you've done the exercises You know that this is not something that you want to pass up. So you have to just start. It is scary, but again, after this month of deep thinking, considering the pros, the cons, and then talking it through with others, you know that you're confident in this and you can do it. You know what, even if you fail, you have written down the list of reasons why the failure will still help you grow and teach you things. So just start. That is number five. So, I'll quickly go back through them. Number one, don't rush to tell your friends and family. Number two, compare this decision to a decision you've made in the past that you're most proud of. Number three, build that pros and cons list and don't forget about the rose. It's not just columns anymore. Number four, give it a month. Set that reminder in your calendar. And number five, just do it. I have some book recommendations that have really helped me. Like I mentioned at the top, I am more of an impulsive decision maker. I love to start things. And these books have not only helped me think a little bit more clearly when I want to start something new or change something up, but they've also helped me with the whole process with running the thing, with seeing it through. So this one is a little bit more geared towards running a business or starting a business, but it's called The Go-Giver. I'll link it in the description. It's an incredible book about sort of the right way to be looking at your, your new venture, your new business. It, it, it's a really beautifully written book. And I think every everyone who's interested in starting a business or who is already running their own business should definitely read it. The second one that I want to recommend is... Um, and this is a little bit more geared to maybe wanting to start something creative so an etsy shop getting into a hobby um who knows writing a book the war of art almost at the art of war (laughs) the war of art by stephen pressfield you've probably heard this book recommended by so many other people it is phenomenal And it really highlights that last rule that we talked about of just doing it, just getting started and and laying out an approachable way of doing that. And then the third book I want to recommend is for if you're thinking about maybe moving to a new city or a new country. If you're thinking about making kind of a bigger life change, and it's called To Shake the Sleeping Self by Jedediah Jenkins. It is uh, a phenomenal book. It's it's about a lot of things, um, but mostly the story of Jedediah quitting his job and riding his bike from Oregon to Chile, which is insane. (laughs) Um, So it, it kind of highlights how he made that decision, how he came to doing this and just the entire journey. And it is beautiful and so inspiring. So I recommend those three books if you are wanting to start something new. I don't have it all figured out. I'm still learning. I've started so many things in my life. I've made so many different changes. And this is just what has actually worked for me. It may not work for everyone, but I hope that at least some of the points that we talked about today can help you in some way, even if you don't want to start something new. Maybe this can help you in your career or in your relationships. It's so worth examining how we make decisions because they change our entire life. Thank you so much for listening along today. I am very excited for the for this new venture for Make Moves. I think you guys are going to love it. I'll see you next time. As a thank you for listening to this episode, all Make Moves listeners will receive a free month of Move Fitness and Health. This is my workout platform. It is a virtual studio and app that you can download on the App Store or Android Store. There are over 300 workout classes. There are recipes There are workout programs. It is everything that you need to start your exercise routine today. I love taking the app with me when I'm traveling because there's tons of no equipment exercises. I also love the fact that there are so many different modalities. It is truly how I train and how I have built muscle strength and how I feel so confident in my body. So you're gonna go to movefitnessandhealth.com, go to the virtual studio section, and you're gonna enter code MAKEMOVES when you become a member. As a member, you not only receive access to the app and all of the classes, but you also receive direct access to me. So one-on-one conversation you receive access to the Move Fam community and so much more. So, you're going to go to move, that's M O V E fitness and A N D health.com, enter code MAKEMOVES. Cannot wait to work out with you. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for joining us for today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please go leave a rating, review wherever you're listening. Make sure that you are following us on Instagram. It is at Moves underscore pod to stay up to date with the latest episodes, find out about merch and events and all of the things. I will see you next time. Have a great rest of your week.